You are listening to a message from Mrs. McMahon. I center my life around faith, positivity, optimism, and perseverance, and spice it all up with a little bit of witty Southern sass and a whole bunch of fun. I find big joys in the little things and love helping people learn to rock their happiness. I'm learning and growing every single day, and I want to share what I'm applying to my life with you. I just know that if we learn to show up for ourselves every single day, that we can create a life we are absolutely obsessed with. I want to show you that you can dream big, make goals, live with purpose, transform your thinking, and accomplish great things. To do this, you will have to be brutally honest with yourself and let your heart and soul lead the way. This will not be a quick fix, and we are both going to have to put in some work, but I guarantee you it will be worth the time and effort. So tune in, listen up, and get ready to be inspired. Life is short, so let's make it the best that it can be. Hello, hello. So this quarantine has limited me getting my praise and worship on. So today I'm going to do us all a favor and take us to church. Um, if you need to lift your hand and give me a little amen, go ahead. Um, I tell you, I've been missing church. Um, online service just isn't the same. You know, I always thought I was a pretty good singer, but singing worship songs, acapella, my parents' living room, determined that was a lie. I seriously can't wait for things to go back to normal, which is happening next Sunday. Um, So I will be back in church on Sunday, and I'm so excited. Um, So here's a fact. Each week, the average adult spends nearly 40% of their time, of their waking hours, working. Given that work occupies so much of our time, it would be rational to expect that God cares about what we produce during those hours and how we go about producing it. In fact, he really does. The Bible tells us God himself worked and that he has entrusted us with this important work. Um, So we have to ask ourselves, what is God's plan for our work? You know, we've been called to work since the very beginning. Um, God planted a garden, placed Adam in it. And told him to work and take care of it, to rule over the fish and the birds and over every living creature that moves on the ground. And how wonderful and what an honor is it that God entrusted us to take care of his creation. So what does God say about work? Since we all do it, this is a very important topic or should be in all of our lives. So Colossians 3, 23 to 24 says, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. So um, work done well brings a sense of personal accomplishment as we put our God-given talents and abilities to use. No matter what you do, um, you're using the gifts that the Lord gave you. Um, And that's that. Um, If you are really good at something, that's from God. Some people may disagree and say they put in time and effort and devoted themselves to years of college. But still, God gave you the ability to learn, the dedicated heart, and just the actual ability to do what it is that you're doing. Um, If you put your talents to use, you are proving to God that you appreciate them. Um, God, in effect, designed work. So that it might be a blessing to us and to other people. Um, When our work helps other people, it becomes a way to serve them. So serving 
and blessing other people means that you have to be generous. Uh, Proverbs 11.25 says a generous person will prosper and one who waters will himself be watered. So, so you, if you're asking yourself, okay, how can my work be a blessing to others? Like, how do I do that? So here are some examples. So ask your boss what more you can do to help out. Um, bring treats for your coworkers. Share your faith. Be positive and grateful. Um, don't be the person that's always complaining. Stop the gossip or don't participate in it. Um, thank your boss or your coworkers. Be willing to lend a helping hand whenever it's needed and go the extra mile. Um, work, work is also good because the wages we earn help us meet our financial responsibilities and support our family um, and the church and people God brings our attention to who are in need. Um, giving should be an effective work. Um, we shouldn't just work so we can have, but so that we can help. So I just, I just love, love that concept, you know, shifting that working, you are, you know, gaining for yourself to keep or, you know, working, gaining so you can give. Um, so just keep that in mind because it is a, a, just a beautiful way to see how we have you know, acquire things and what we do with those. Um, so this was one of my main goals in starting a small business. Um, did I want to do my own thing and be my own boss? Absolutely. Did I want uncapped income potential? You bet your buttons I did. But more than that, I wanted to create jobs and not just jobs, but good jobs for other people. I wanted to be able to find people who were willing to put in the work and share the blessings God gave me. Um, I wanted to create a place where people could earn money, be treated fairly, be appreciated, and be encouraged to live their best lives. Um, so that you may say, oh, that's that's all good and great, but what if I don't like my job? So Philippians 2, 14 and 15 says, do all things without grumbling or questioning that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. So work can be difficult at times when we live in an unscrupulous and selfish world. Um, this results in jobs becoming especially difficult. Um, you may work for a supervisor that does not have your best interests at heart or with coworkers that only look out for themselves, you know, but God cares about our attitudes in these situations because our attitudes shape what we say and what we do. Um, so if you cultivate an attitude that work is punishment or, you know, it's seen in a very negative light, then you are unlikely to have any enthusiasm or any energy to do your best work. Um, but if we look at our jobs as the blessings that they are, we are able to be grateful for them, even on the bad days. Um, not every day is going to be great, but your job blesses your life. If you sit down and think about it, what are the blessings your job brings about? Even if you don't like your job or like who you work for or like who you work with, I mean, it's, it's giving you the ability to provide for yourself or for your children or put food on your table. So there are blessings um, to be had um, and to give. I mean, it 
it may, the blessing may be you influencing other people of, you know, how they need to change and become better. I mean, you just never know. So um, one example of a godly attitude is to embrace patience. Um, Patience is a personal ability um, to wait something out or to endure something tedious without getting all riled up. Um, Having patience means that you can remain calm even when you've been waiting forever or dealing with some painstakingly slow uh, process or trying to teach someone how to do something and they just don't get it. Um, that's patience. And and you, if you can learn to be patient through those things, you're going to have so much personal growth because it, it, when you learn how to deal with things that, that drive you crazy in a professional, you know, almost humble way, it, it really just, it really improves who you are as a person. Um, you know, most people are not engaged and they don't feel connected at work. Um, and that lack of engagement and connection leave most people wanting more or something different. Um, but I challenge you before leaving for another job, if you, you know, if you're in one of these jobs you just don't like or you're not feeling engaged or connected or you just, you know, you're just feeling blah about it. So before you leave to try something else, try to become a positive influence on the culture and your work. Um, Wouldn't that be amazing if you could just change one person's life just by the way that you show up and deal with something that's trying. My husband's in here pouring ketchup on his popcorn chicken and making our shrimp making all kinds of noise in the background. So there's that real life. Uh, Lost my train of thought. Um, Anyway, before you leave that job, try to become a positive influence. And the face he made was just so cute. But okay, let me get back on track. Next point, because I guess that was it. Become a positive influence, you know, where you work and try, you know, try to help someone, you know, grow personally before you throw your hands up and just quit. Um, so Proverbs 13, 11, wealth gained by dishonesty will be diminished, but he who gathers by labor will increase. There's something else God said about work. So although most goods and services, you know, help people, there are some harmful and harmful, you know, ones. And as a result, um, these run counter to what God intended for our work. Um, it may be something obvious like, um, in the case with like criminal activities and such or involvement with fraud or illegal drugs. But, you know, sometimes they're not as obvious, you know, even though we have a job that is good in nature um, the way we operate in it can be harmful. So, I mean, that means being untruthful about time spent on the clock. Um, That would be stealing time and money from a company. Um, How about lying about the proficiency of a product to make a sale? Will that mascara really make my eyelashes touch my eyebrows? I'm not buying it, Sharon. Literally. (laughs) Then there are big ones like theft, embezzlement, those that are, you know, a little more obvious. You know, if you choose to attain your wealth by doing these kinds of things that are just negative, you are being very risky. I mean, in this day and age, it's only a matter of time before you get found out, penalized, and prosecuted. Um, So skip the fast, risky, naughty track 
and always put in an honest day's work. Um, be a giver, not a taker. Work hard and do what's right. I mean, you can't go wrong doing those things. Um, another thing, don't waste your time watching Netflix and playing video games. I mean, those are good things to do, you know, here and there, but don't waste all of your time on that. Um, if you don't want to live your life in poverty, you must develop a strong worth ethic. Um, the definition of hardworking is someone that is diligent and laboring and puts in effort to, you know, doing and completing tasks. Um, example of hardworking people are people that work, you know, 12 to 16 hours a day. I mean, I know people that work in the plants, you know, here in my, my area, that's the big industry. It's plant work and they put in a hard day's work. Um, it could be someone who cares about the task at hand and always wants to do a job well done. I mean, that's hardworking where you care about all the details and, you know, you pay attention to those. Um, hardworking could be a, a working mom who puts in a full day doing her job and then comes home to take care of her family and her home. I mean, an entrepreneur is hardworking. We put in hours upon hours of work to develop ourselves and our businesses Um so just do that honest work. Um, that's what God expects from us. Um, Galatians 6, 9 says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Um, so a job well done sometimes can get exhausting. I tell you, like as an entrepreneur, trying to do everything and make sure everything gets done and done the right way and build the reputation of my company, it's exhausting, you know, even more so, and this isn't my case, but if you do those things and you feel unappreciated, uh, unappreciated or your work doesn't seem to be rewarded, that's especially hard um, and very tiring. Um, learn to be patient, like we talked about earlier. Even if you're not bathing in gold after a year of blood, sweat, and tears, stick with it. You know, wealth seems to come little by little and then grow exponentially. You know, you may not see the results immediately. Um, you may be in a place where you need to work hard to support yourself. Um, but you know, you will go through different seasons. Um, when the hard seasons come and you're not seeing the results of, you know, your hard work, times, you know, spend time developing yourselves in those hard seasons. Um, because if you do that, so if you take take your life when you're, you know, you're at a job that doesn't appreciate you and you're just getting exhausted and you're not seeing, you know, the, the rewards that you need to see, maybe it's in pay or whatever, you know, be patient, work hard and develop yourself. And then what's going to happen is you're going to find yourself come upon a good season and you're going to flourish. Um, you may spend time developing yourself or develop developing a skill and get a job offer or, you know, your current job may see that skill and how hard you're working and all the time you're putting in and, you know, give you that promotion. But, you know, it's just always about being patient, working hard and, you know, self-development. Um, don't give up because press perseverance is key. Um, Although we don't immediately see the reward for our good doings, they will come. And if you never get the recognition you feel you deserve, always remember that the ultimate reward is not physical wealth. It's not recognition here. Our ultimate aim should be, you know, heaven and our rewarder is God. 
Um, so that, that, I feel like that's the whole part of not growing weary. Um, you have to set your sights further down the road. I mean, you can't get so caught up with here, now, today. You have to focus on that due season. Um, if you don't give up, you're going to reap the reward. Um, Psalms 90, 17 says, let the favor of the Lord, our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands. Yes. Establish the work of our hands. Um, so from this, I get, so if we set our hearts and our minds on heaven and truly want to see God's hand in our life, um, we should be seeking God's advice and asking for his blessing and whatever we do. And that's how we're going to get the favor of the Lord. Um, so how do you do that? So because he doesn't talk back to us, you know, as, as your, you know, best friend would or your husband would or whoever. Um, but does the Bible have anything to say about a decision we have to make or like like this, like how we are to work? Um, is our particular issue discussed in the Bible? Maybe we can find to see how how it was dealt with there. Like, what examples do we have? Can any insight be gained about our circumstance? And is it possible um, to kind of find in God's word his his consent on that? Like, what what has he shown us that he thinks about those things? Um, spending time in prayer always helps. Um, and we have to learn to listen to God. And that's that's um, it's kind of a, a hard thing to wrap your mind around listening to somebody that doesn't talk back, but we have the Bible, which is his word. So I find what helps is sitting in peace and quiet um, and thinking to myself, here are the options, here are the details, and here's what I see God saying to me through his word. Um, And then I ask myself, you know, what am I missing? And you have to have an honest heart when you're trying to do this. You can't try to just justify what you want. You have to, you know, be open and honest. Um, another way is to listen to wise advice. You know, um, I don't go looking for people that I, you know, that I seek advice from to give me the answer. Just their insights and their counsel to help me put put a game plan together of, you know, what I think, but, you know, those insights really do help. And we, sometimes we just have to use the mind that God gave us. I mean, God's the one that gave us our brains and the ability to think. Um, we should use that gift of a sound mind when making decisions. Um, and it's, it's very important that we're putting in good things and we're reading our Bible and we know, you know, we know what he thinks about things because the, what you put in is what you get out. So when we're having these thought processes, if we have no idea what God approves of and what he doesn't, then we're really not going to have a basis for what we think. Um, we should always weigh how this decision or what we're doing or how we're working, how that is going to affect us spiritually. Is it going to bring us closer to God or is it going to push us further away? Um it might be good to list, I do this a lot, list the pros and the cons of a, a circumstance or situation um, and weigh out the different alternatives and how that, that would affect us. Um, there will always be things that God is asking us to do that make no sense um, to us um, and some that make perfect sense. But it's not just really about what you think. 
because he says multiple times, you know, your thoughts are not my thoughts. So it doesn't always have to be something that we agree with. I mean, if we have to assume that if we disagree with God, that we're wrong. Um, So just keep that in mind when you're trying to weigh out the options of, you know, how, how are you working to find favor? Um, so he can establish the work of your hands, like it says in the scripture. Um, so that's, that's pretty much what I have. Um, I'm trying not to make this too terribly long, but, you know, I just feel that the way we work is either a blessing or it's not. And we're either doing it the right way or we're not. And it matters like how we work matters, how we gain wealth matters. You know, the, the, the character we have at work matters, you know, how patient we are, how long suffering we are, you know, what we do with our wealth, it all matters. Um, And I think God has a lot to say with it. If you just Google, you know, verses about, you know, Bible verses about work, there's just a lot of them. And I just picked a few that kind of resonated with me and, you know, to share with y'all. So I'll leave y'all with this, Proverbs 14, 23. In all tool, there is profit, but mere talk tends only to poverty. You have to talk the talk and walk the walk if you expect to succeed. You have to put in hard work and long hours. If you simply dream something um, and you don't take action, you will never move forward. Um, So what work are you going to put in to turn those dreams into reality? What goals will you make to push yourself closer to success? And how will you do those things? I say this all the time at work. There's a what we do and a how we do it. And they're both equally important. You know, how you do what it is you do matters. It matters to God. It matters to other people. It's going to matter in your life. And, you know, how you start something is pretty much how it's going to expand and end. So make sure it's coming from a good place and you are seeking wise counsel and you are, you know, trying to make good Christian decisions and involve God and, you know, your your work and your successes and your failures, and seeking his advice, and thinking on those things. Um, So here's your homework. If you could give the world a gift, what would it be? Whatever that answer is, is something that you are passionate about. Um, You may not be able to give that gift to the entire world, but I promise you, you could touch the life of just one person with it. So figure out what your gift would be and figure out how you would like to bless someone else with it. Um, and who are you you wanting to bless with it? Um, and how are you going to work towards that? And get to work. Figure, figure that part out. Like figure out what if you could, you know, just do one thing. What would that be? And try to bless someone else's life with that. Um, really not, you know, it's not, it's not hard, you know, mine is this, this is, this is what I love. It's trying to, you know, figure out things that can help people with what they need help with. Like I know work is a struggle. It's a struggle for me a lot of times. I mean, I I have bad days, bad weeks, and I won't say it as like the whole day was bad, but they're challenges. 
um, and owning a business. And there's times that I want to do things that are not Christian and I have to, you know, bring like reel myself back in. And these things help me. Um, how I work, the things I do, the, you know, how I deal with situations, all of this helps me. So this is how I'm trying to bless other people. You know, if you have a job, you know, I've had jobs that I've not liked and, and, you know, it's a struggle to deal with those the right way. So this is how I'm trying to bless all of y'all and, and help y'all, you know, figure out how you can do things better you know, that leads to more happiness. Because if you instill, you know, these things in, in your day-to-day life, it's going to make you happier, you know, just shifting that mindset into something that, you know, you know, you're controlling your thoughts and, and how you, you react to things. It's going to, it's going to bring about more happiness. So thanks again, everyone, uh, for listening. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. So like my Facebook page, leave me a comment, um, and let me know what you think. And remember, it's a good day for a good day.